church today. Uh, from Friday until late this morning, we've been shouting in all kinds of places. service so some may be missing in some portions but I believe everybody here this morning has something from the Lord in Genesis 6 reading from verse 5 and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And he repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and he grieved him at his heart and the Lord said I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air for he repented of me that I have made them. But, hallelujah. I told you, I see but as an acronym of a big U-turn. But, big U-turn. A turn away from what otherwise would happen. What could have happened? Travis Green says, I don't want to know if it had not been you where I would be. I don't want to know. Because there's, there's nothing good about where I would have been if it had not been the Lord. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody in church on Friday knows what to do with this scripture. And so we are continuing from there to bring us to know that Finding grace in the eyes of the Lord means so much. 
in the very roots of what has been translated found grace is grace coming upon. It's not like you did a search, you conducted a search, and you went to identify grace and settled for grace. But finding grace here is grace all by himself coming upon you, not as if you did anything, but because out of benevolence, out of bountiness, grace just chose you for whoever you were before grace found you. So Noah found grace here was not like Noah worked, tried to look for, tried to find. But grace came in and encountered Noah. Grace came and another way of translating the word found was showering. Grace showered himself on Noah. This is what has really happened to the child of God in the lenses, in the spectacle of God. That he looked at you and through his lenses he finds grace, pours grace, releases grace on your life. When you look at what we have just read from verse 5, you see a summary of what the day and the state of Noah's generation was. Everything was chaotic. Everything was unpleasant. Everything was unpleasurable. All that had been put together brings again to the fore the claim that it is only when it depends on God, it is only when God assumes responsibility, it is only when God takes charge that there is results. Any time it is left in the hands of man, there is disaster. Through the historicity of man, that is what it has been. When we talked about the days of Nimrod and all of that, I believe by grace we might, we might walk through some, some of these spots across the year. When you talk about them, the days of human government, what did we best get? What did we find? All you find is that, like I told you, in the Garden of Eden, God assumed responsibility, and everything God took charge of, be fruitful. We are being fruitful until today. Multiply. We are still multiplying. Fill the earth. We are still feeling the earth going. We're talking about Ghana being 16 million just recently, 18 million. Now we are 30 million. You ask, why is it? And the lands of Ghana, gradually, 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 anybody who knows this township a little bit, look around and see what this town has turned into. Just a few years ago, from the junction here down to the barracks gate here was a thicket, forest, nobody go, all down, 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 down that place. Today, we are feeling the earth because God assumed responsibility of that and made a declaration that that is what should happen. All over the world, man is feeling the earth because God assumed personal response. He said, feel it. I give that to you. 
But the only time God said that thou shalt not, you assume this response, thou shalt not eat of this fruit. The responsibility of eating or not eating, that one I gave to you, that was a failure. That small thing, God gave man everything. And many times along and amongst men, that is what it is. We have everything we don't like. The only tiny little thing that will destroy you, that will hurt your life. God says, no, don't approach. That is what you always want to go for. You find a yearning in your spirit because the responsibility comes on man. You look around the world and you see what people are engaged in. There is malt. There is apple juice. There is list them. Every drink that is good for man. But them that have not encountered Christ to have power, the only one that will destroy their lives, that will hurt their lives, that is the one they will prefer. As long as it depends on the flesh and it depends on man. That is why you have to make up. So if you look at it, God said that one of the reasons why he was going to just cut off man and from then man will live only 120 years, as it were, was because his flesh. That's why when you get born again, you are translated from being flesh to the spirit. If you come into Christ, there must be a conscious choice for you to tell the balance of your living to the place of the spirit. Look into your life right now and see. The plenty that will build you and make your life good, is that the one you're living for? Or the little that will destroy you, that will hurt you, that will kill you in the end, is what you're settling for. Then you're depending, you're assuming responsibility of the things that should happen in your life for yourself. But thank God that grace comes in to bring divine responsibility to get God to take charge so that you don't talk like Paul. The things that I feel I can't do, those I think I can't stop, those I think I can't live behind, they are the things I've left and forgotten about them. Those the world thought I cannot forsake, they are those I have forsaken. And that my life now is seeing itself the way it should go. If you allow him to take responsibility, I'm telling you again, that Christian life is not difficult to live. Nobody heard what I just said. If you will allow him to assume responsibility, you will not join them that say that Christianity is too difficult. No, it's not difficult at all. How can something you are not the one doing be difficult for you? Tell me. Anything you are not doing, yours is to sit down. When the goods come out of it and they bring it to you, how can it be difficult? No. It is only when you say, I will do it by myself. I want to get it by myself. I want to struggle for it by myself. I want to earn it by myself. Everything in this life, you want to do it by yourself. That is where it becomes difficult. If you are doing it by yourself, you are doing it by the flesh. And if you are doing it by the flesh, the arm of flesh will always fail you. But when grace comes in, Noah had been in a generation of perverseness, a generation of corruption, a generation 
that does not know the Lord, a generation that does not serve the purposes of God. Coming from earth, God says, be plentiful, fill the earth. Look at the way we live on the earth now. And think of how man planned in his day when he said that we will build a tower. Assuming all the close to now over 7 billion or 8 billion people on the face of this earth. All of us located in one place and our houses are up. And all we live is every day you are climbing. Every day you are climbing. Come to think of it. What kind of life would we have had? Maybe there are a lot of young people in this church, so you don't understand what I mean by every day we are climbing. Assuming this was our life, any time it depended on man, for man to form an opinion, and man, so look here, if you're here and you don't love the spirit of God, and you don't like drawing conclusions over matters with the spirit of God, please, you are hurting your own life. That all we will do with ourselves is climbing up. I want the next thing. I have to be climbing. Have, and, and, and look at our numbers around the world today. And we are building a tower up to the skies. I think about it and I say, Ruddy, the flesh is foolish. The flesh is foolish. I'm powerful. Haven't you discovered any time you respond to the flesh, afterwards, your head starts fighting you. Thank God for grace. That grace comes in to bring God in. Grace comes in to get God to assume responsibility. Noah was with those people. He lived among them. Noah flowed with them, functioned with them, saw what they did and everything, and he was part of the people God was supposed to destroy. Except for the bat. Except for the bat that came in. There are some of us, if you look at what kind of family you come from, what kind of background do you have had? The Lord should have spoken to you like he spoke to the men of Noah's day. However, grace brought a bat in your case. Grace brought you a bat. You look at the way your father thinks, how he behaves, how he acts, the preferences of your mother, the background. You, you come from how your family life has been like. You got saved and you don't like your roots. The kinds of things that permeate in your bloodline. As a word, you should have been listed with them that were in Noah's days. Thankfully, graciously, blessedly, a bat was thrown on your life. A bat was thrown. A big U-10. From the permeating situation. And anytime grace comes in. 
an exception is produced. How I wish somebody said I am the exception. You didn't hear what I just said. Anytime grace is released, an exception is produced. I wish to say a lot of things are happening around our world, but you are an exception. Is the child of God around church with me this morning? I wish to say a lot of negative things, a lot of all things, a lot of unpleasant things, a lot of difficult things are happening, but you are an exception. Because grace shows up to produce an exception. There are things that when they happen to every man, you don't need to be a prophet. You don't need to be anything. You don't need to have a revelation. You can tell that It is common knowledge in society everywhere. That thing. You have been there before. But I speak over your life. You are an exception to the rule. Because grace has found you. Grace has located you to make all the difference. There are people in their 40s who are suffering from their 20s. There are people in their 50s who are suffering from their 30s. There are people in their 60s who are suffering from their 10s and their 20s. But I speak over your life because a bat was thrown over your life and grace found you. Whatever was skimmed in your foundational upbringing to mess and muddy the waters of your life, grace has cleansed it. You didn't hear what I just told you. Uh, Grace is bringing a cleaning. Grace is bringing a cleaning. And it shall be said of you uh, that you are an exception. It will be said of you, uh, you are an exception. For grace is a producer of the exception. Whilst God was destroying everybody else, Noah became an exception. How can somebody be blessed at the same time when everybody like him was being destroyed? Grace. That is the how. 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 How can anybody amongst the people, I told you before, a spirit say, why are you acting like this lady is not part of our family? It's not part of this family. It's not a member of this family. We have drawn a line that nobody in the family crosses this line. Why is she trying to cross? And you are behaving and talking as, as it were to her and over her like she is not part of the family. I came here with an announcement. You are an exception. I wish there was a hearer in the house. You are an exception. Grace is the exception pro- producer. He comes on in and you cannot be. Look here. Grace is the fixator of inexactitudes. Get it? When grace comes in, he comes in as a fixator. He comes in to sort, to organize, and put in place every inexactitude that he he sets them right and makes sure your skill is well balanced. Grace, a fixator of all inexactitudes. Whatever is odd here and there, that will have to incur any displeasure. Grace comes in and he says, oh no. Ah, I am the sorter out of the stuff. 
that are muddy and mercy. Your mind must be so attuned to this that grace came in. Grace came in. There are people under the sound of my voice who bear witness. But for grace, you are not sitting where you are sitting right now. That people can look at you in the morning, look at your face and say, good morning, hello, how are you? You would not have deserved it. You would not have been worthy of it. But by the working of grace, all the inexactitudes of your life have been properly appropriated. They have been set up. They have been placed where they ought to be. I want to tell you that when grace comes, your narrative is altered. Grace is an alterator of narratives. Narratives that nobody wants to hear. That is why if you don't want to learn and yearn for grace, you become your own devil. When the grace of God comes in, I tell you, there are a whole lot of things that are hidden around your life. There are a whole lot of things that it sounds like nobody knows as it were. One of these days, you yourself will admit it to people. And I've been here before. I've done that before. And people will look at what grace has done with you and tell you you are lying. Because you don't look anything like anybody who has gone through anything like that. Somebody who is well known, I will not name, who has been hiding his background, is maybe not really enjoyed this one at all. If I mention the name, a lot of people know him. Being interviewed, well, I've said him, so you can. If I don't stop talking on it early, I'll end by the time I'm done. The name I don't want to mention, I would have mentioned. You're asking him, oh, my beginning was this, my beginning was that, and, and whilst he was there, being interviewed on TV, somebody called him, I know you, why are you behaving like this, that, 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 that. You might know him. Say, no, stop doing this nonsense. This is not it. Why are you ashamed of where you are coming from? Why are you ashamed? So you look at his life and every day is like me, 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 me. That's what he does as a way. I bring an announcement to somebody. Grace is changing the narratives of your life. And one of these days you are going to be telling me I have lived without food for three days, not because I was fasting, but because I didn't have a persua to even buy water. And people will look at you and say, we don't believe what you're saying. Grace is going to accomplish that in your life. Grace is going to accomplish. So look here, if days of hunger and thirst are coming, don't be shy of them. Be yourself. Live your life the way God has produced for, for it to happen, the way he's provided. Because he is a narrative changer. And a time is coming when you are going to need these days. I look at me, no job, no money, no caretaker, nothing. How do I survive until tomorrow? Until you have gotten there, you are not ready to trust grace. I speak over anybody who is walking through that path. That your narrative is changing. It is important for you to know that when grace comes into your life, grace is a status changer. He changes your status. Your status. From a perverse, corrupt, depraved personality. 
to an agent of divinity. Grace looked at Noah who had lived in the same place, who had lived in them, who have walked amongst those people, who has done everything that everybody is doing and says that, Noah, I change your status. I change your status. I change your status. Today, you are ending up as my mouthpiece. Today, you are going to be the magnet of everything I want to preserve. All the things I want to sustain. Your status has come to a new level. That you are going to be the one I would use to do. You the same person who should have been part of them that I will destroy. Today I'm saying that I bring you a new status. Please. Grace is not rhyme. Grace is not just a song. Grace is not another topic. Grace is God active in your life to make sure your status has changed. And you must concern yourself with this. You must concern yourself with this. That it is not possible for me to belong to a graceful dispensation. And still walk in beggarly ugly, sidelinely kind of life, status. No. Grace came in to change my life. Grace came in to change my narrative. Grace came in to change my status. Why am I thus? You have to concern yourself with it. No. You cannot be rhyming them and be talking them and then be singing them. Be, 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 be just fanfaring around grace when in tangible terms you are not engaging grace for what grace must be, be in your life. It's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. I'll tell you some few things in a brief moment before I wrap up for you to appreciate that finding grace in the eyes of God is, is, is not fanfare. It is workfare. It is not fanfare. No. It's a serious workfare to find grace in the sight of God. When grace showed up, God showed up. When grace showed up, divinity showed up and says, I am going to be responsible. Oh no, this one is not for everybody. I feel somebody in this auditorium will have to declare this. And I want you, if it falls out there, don't hesitate to let your mouth roll. Declare it if it is about you. That some things don't happen to me. Some things don't happen to me. Oh, no, 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 not today. Uh, not in this generation. Uh, not in this dispensation. Uh, not when I have found grace. Uh, some things. Oh, you call San Diego Santa Paradoshandaga. If Ramiko did the Dega Sataka. Ika Paradusha Bondagaya. If Ramigo, if Ramigo Egede. Frandoga Sante Kepeshta Parada. Something, something, something. Something. Some things don't happen to me. I have found grace in the eyes of God. I have found grace in the eyes of God. I have found grace 
e dai santora ai razão cresça e dai santora ai razão cresça e dai santora e no paixandaba avelador glissande e moparando ragabadaya I'm going to show you just some few things that you ought to be conscious of with grace coming into your life. You must be present-minded on. This is how you, you will not end some day saying that they say grace, 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 but me, I didn't see anything. I want you to get hold of these things and be conscious of them. Let's run quickly to Titus chapter 3. Whilst we are still affirming or establishing that grace does not come in for fanfare. Grace comes in for some serious stuff. Titus chapter 3, when you look at the fifth verse, it says, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. By the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shared on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our, our Savior, that being justified by grace, we should be made as according to the hope of eternal life. Being justified by grace, having found grace in the eyes of the Lord, grace elevates you from the status of servitude to airship. Grace comes in to enshrine an automatic promotion from being a beggar a backbencher, a touchliner to the front. When grace comes, how I wish that individual under the sound of my voice will get back to it and declare it. Some things cannot happen to me. Some things cannot happen to me. As you are adhering to grace, you have to bring yourself to the place, to the place of this consciousness. If you are an heir, there are some automatic things that cannot happen to you. If you are an heir, if you are an heir, you are in airship, there are some things that by all standards, if I made mistakes and walked in error, so I allow some things to happen to me. I'm setting on a new path. By grace, you are an heir. You didn't hear what I just said. You didn't hear what I said. I'm called to reign. 
you, you, you didn't hear you didn't hear that. Mm. Grace came in. Grace came in. Grace came in. So that you will be made an heir. An heir. Being justified by grace. We should be made. Please note that. I feel like working. Foxy, get back to your feet. Get back to your feet. Mm. Parado sedegevri godago shanta paraki kosti antakayaka. Frando godoga sunte kiparonda ragapadon teketeke. Ifrobi akunde geshta parade seteke. That we should be made. That we should be made. That we should be made. Consider it that we should be made. If you can allow your spirit to catch this, you would have caught some mighty power. You would have caught some mighty power. Release your spirit fully. Everything and everybody trying to get you back to slavery will fall for your sake. Wherever they cross your path and they try to be hazardous to your life, mm, they will not survive it. Their schemes get back to them. Their schemes. No. Some things cannot happen to you. And I feel like telling a graceful child of God that you can't miss some things also. You didn't hear what, what I just told you. You can't miss some things, sir. You can't miss some things, sir. You can't miss some things, sir. You cannot miss some things, sir. You cannot miss some things, sir. You will not miss some things, sir. You cannot miss some things, sir. Once they belong to you, they remain yours forever. Once they belong to you in airship, they remain yours forever. There is no way you are going to miss them. For grace came in so that you will be made to appear in history. That you will be made to come into existence. That you will be made to shine out for all to see. To be posed to view. That you will be made to come up stage. Church, listen. I've explained this word before and I want to do it again. The word translated made. Made. It's so powerful. 
Number one, it's, it signifies that you didn't do anything about it. It, it wasn't part of your efforts. Alright, let me go to that place where we used to do the demonstration. He who knew no sin was made to be sin for us. He knew no sin. He couldn't sin. Even if he tried, he couldn't. He knew no sin. But watch it. In the miraculous working power of God, he was able to make him who knew no sin to be sin. And sometimes it's surprising how the whole Christian body agrees that he who knew no sin was made to be sin. It is possible. But when you tell them, he who knew sin, who knew no righteousness, was made to be righteous, they said that one, it doesn't work. It means the power of God flows only from one side. It cannot go to the extreme end. If it was possible for he who knew no sin, he never sinned. He had never tasted sin. He lived. He was tested in every way. But he never sinned. He was made to be sin. Then it's possible for he who knew no righteousness, who knew no righteousness by mercy, by grace, by grace, by, it's possible, by grace, in his power, which is difficult, which is difficult. That is why the last time when they challenged Jesus to show which is difficult, when he said, son, your sins are forgiven, they said, Kai, how dare you forgive sins? Then he looked at them and said, which is difficult? To say, I am the one who decided to be offended. I said, I refuse to be offended. So your sins are forgiven. And to let a lame, broken leg, feeble body walk. He said, which is difficult to say. Your sins are forgiven. Or rise up and walk. Then let's watch. Rise up and walk. He said, ha. It means that between the two. The more difficult one is how to make somebody become sin when he has no sin. But getting that which has sin to be righteous in the eyes of God is easy. That is why you and I are sitting where we are sitting right now. We are standing where we are standing right now. We were made to be. We were made to be righteous. We were made righteous. It wasn't like just as it happened to Noah. We were made. And he's saying that if I am able to make you righteous by grace, then by the same token of grace, I make you an heir. And to be made is that your efforts are not part, number one. But whilst it is not part of your efforts, number two, is that miraculously, you appear now to the view of everybody in a glorious manner. To be made says that you have been brought up to the stage 
In this auditorium, everybody can see me and what I look and what my face is and all that stuff. Because I am he that is on stage now. And the word says that as we are talking, a lot of people have come on stage in life. This one is not for everybody. Just some few people will have to walk into what I'm explaining. A lot of people have come on stage in life. A lot of people have come on stage in life. And he says, by the working of grace, as grace comes into you, somebody is going to come on stage because it is not just your time, but it is your turn. That to be made is to come on stage. That you are the one coming on stage now. I want to counsel somebody whilst I push on. That now is not the hour of fanfaring, joking, procrastination, lazying, and daydreaming. Now is not the hour. I will do it tomorrow to live your life. Now. There are a lot of candidates. A lot of candidates for what grace wants to do in your life. And if you will not get yourself ready as soon as now, have you not discovered that anytime your mind gets double and you are wondering, what life am I in? I can't pray. I can't study. I have to make progress as a way. The minute you slip that and you are trying to work the balance to get right, suddenly there is pressure from around you. Pressure. Come back, come back, let's go. Come back, come back, let's do it. Get down, get down, get down, sleep like that. Anytime you're I may end up mentioning names right now and talking some things. Anytime you're ready to make the move, there's a preempting of the Spirit of God in you as it were. The same old demons will seize people's lives. You don't understand. The time is coming when your eyes get open. There are certain calls. You will stop answering. Because every day you are trying to say, I wish to announce to you that grace is ready to put you on stage. Nobody heard what I just said. If you heard it, I would have heard something better from you. Grace is ready to put you on stage. Grace is ready to put you on stage. And you have to be ready for it. I want just five people to represent the whole church. Run to me, grab my microphone, go behind the pulpit and shout hallelujah and bring it back to me. Just five people to announce to themselves I'm on stage. Hallelujah. I'm on stage. I wish somebody can connect her. You didn't hear, you didn't hear all that you did is not scary. I asked them to. Hallelujah, I'm on stage. Hallelujah, I'm on stage. Mary, Hallelujah. Come. Mary, come I'm back. on stage. Mary, come back. Come back. Come back. Come on. Take my microphone. Take my microphone. Hallelujah. 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 I'm on stage. Somebody connect and shout it. I'm on stage. 
by the working of grace I am appearing on stage yesterday I was clapping for somebody but it is time the world is clapping for me yesterday I was following somebody but they are following me now they are coming after me I have been made an heir I have been made an heir I have been made an heir I have come to view I have come to view I will not beg for attention I don't beg for attention I am not begging for attention the world is coming to my light kings are coming to my light they are coming to my light they are coming to my light I am an heir I am an heir by grace by grace by grace church listen to this another thing about this word made is that your airship your coming upstage is going to happen miraculously it's going to happen by miracle grace brings miracles grace brings miracles uh, and what you have never experienced in your life uh, miraculously uh, miraculously uh, miraculously uh, church what is happening now is beyond the service what is happening right now beyond the service is beyond the service is beyond the service will you get yourself in there i am set up for miracles 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 i am set up by miraculous way i am an heir to my natural but miraculously to work a miracle so that I walk in the miraculous Makatai in Tonokontabai Aturagati Batu Satana Happy Miracles Rabatunde Below Power of Grace in Tonokontabai by the power of Christ, I miraculous Shende, 
I walk in miracles. Everybody, everybody, listen to me. The Spirit of God says somebody's heart is beating over the condition you're in. You love what you're hearing. Your heart is beating. Wondering how it is going to happen. Wondering what you are going to do with what you are entangled in. If it's not you, your heart is beating. You are not the one. He says, I should remind you that grace does not like sharing glory. Grace wants to do it all alone. So get out of there. Because the entanglement is demonic. It comes with pressure does not give you space to even think and make a decision form an opinion. Let the beating of your heart translate to responding to grace. He says, just as the father did not even allow grace to respond when there was an attempted mixture of grace and law, and the prophets. The father said no. It is only grace. It is only grace. Let it be so in your life. And in your mind. That it is only grace. It must be only grace. This miracle. Should be only grace. Because of those things you collected to mix up with grace. You see stagnation. It looks like you are not doing well. When you made up of your, up your mind to stand alone, if you had gone alone, you would have tasted of grace. The discomfort you have in your heart now is the knock of grace. Grace wants to be fully responsible. The displeasure you have in your heart is a knock of grace. Let this time be a great time for you. For you are an heir. You are royal. 
You are royal. You are royal. You deserve it. You deserve it. Kalos etiko shaprande gedege. Iko varado sendi gubranda gamasi anti kitiki kanonda. Teloshan talapasinde gedege griondaga mamruanti keperede. I'm forever grateful that you have been faithful to me, Lord, for your amazing grace. I'm forever grateful that you have been faithful to
of resting places. Grace came into your life to shake the foundation of every all thing and overthrow them so that he can take the place and make you an earth. The grace of God in your life is subordinate to no, no other, to no other, to no other, to no other. The grace of God in your life supersedes, superimposes, clears, and deals with every other thing. Oh, that grace will have his full place. That grace will have his total place. And you see yourself. You are too much of royalty in airship for anything inferior, anything down below the belt. You are too much. Will you be so conscientized? Walk out of service this morning knowing this one thing. I don't settle for less. Some things cannot happen to me. And I cannot miss some things. For I am the object of the grace. Grace is towards me. I have found grace. I'm forever grateful that you have been faithful to Forever grateful. I'm forever grateful that you have been faithful. That you have been faithful to me, to me Lord. For your amazing for grace. Your amazing In the name of Jesus, the miraculous power of grace goes ahead of you. The miraculous power of grace follows you. The miraculous power of grace encompasses you about. Step out there in royalty in the consciousness. That grace came into your life. Royalty. Show you up on stage. Let you appear in life. Get you to show existence. Real living. Even according to the hope of eternal life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.